Hello and welcome to Ooh La La Don't Mind If I Do, a podcast about the finer things in life. I'm Sean Tony, and allow my fellow hosts to introduce themselves. Hello, my name is Cameron. Put that thing back where I came from, or so help me, <laughs> Trenelange. <laughs> Every single time it catches me off guard. I'm just trying to sabotage your intro, that's all, but go ahead. I'm Jared Amadeus, Simon, King of the Castle, Lord of the Manor. We voted on that, right? Like, that's definitely I am the King of the Ulala Mansion? No! No, we've, we discussed this in the last episode. You decided you were. Yeah. We also never agreed to it. Well, I just figured if I'm going to keep calling myself King of the Castle. It's like your own headcanon. <sighs> all right. We, it's not a castle. It's, all right, guys, I have a very important question. Okay. Yeah. How was your Ides of March? I don't even know what an Ide of March is. <laughs> it's March like, 15th. I thought it was just like Beware a, the Ides of March. I had so many Ides. I just know that George Clooney was in a movie with Ryan Gosling called the Ides of March. I didn't know that it was a thing. It's a thing. Yeah, it's March 15th. It is the middle of March. And that's what the day that Caesar died, March 15th. How was your Ides of March? Um, it was fine. I didn't. I, I got pizza. Oh, you got pizza. What kind? The meat lovers. The Tide Pod meme was at its highest during that point because they celebrated the Tides of March. Oh, right. Just, it went terrible. Terribly wrong. Uh, that's why they were eating the Tide Pods. Can I say something about the Tide Pod challenge? That yeah, I feel like absolutely hasn't been said. Let's keep it very brief, though, because I hate this whole thing. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to encourage them. the only thing I hate more than like the fact that people are eating Tide Pods is that those videos where people look like they're about to eat it and then they decide, no, I'm not going to eat it. I'm not stupid. You're stupid. Why are you eating the Tide Pod? Like they assume oh, the that clickbait. I, they assume that I yeah. ate the Tide Pod and I feel like, why are you attacking me? I didn't eat a Tide Pod. I feel like they want to pat on the back for not eating laundry detergent. And I'm going to tell you, those backs will go unpacked. Yeah, I don't I don't think anyone should be rewarded for not eating laundry detergent. I will admit, <laughs> here's the thing. I, That's a good <laughs> sentence to say in the year of our Lord 2018. I, yeah. I feel bad about this. If they released Tide Pod gummies. Oh my God. Or Tide Pod gum or Tide Pod mint. That's That was the whole premise of Well, it. I'm saying if they released there, it. There are legitimate restaurants and like bakeries and stuff that were making products that looked like Tide Pods so that people could eat them. Like donuts with icing on them that have like the blue and orange. I get it. And I would also, eat it. I mean, I that they, I would eat. Yeah. The detergent itself, I wouldn't. But I mean, like, I think that's what's so funny about the meme is we've all looked at the Tide Pods and gone, this looks pretty good. Yeah, that is the joke, but people took it too far. Oh, uh, they took it way too far. It's it's terrible. Guys, I'm going to bring up something that might make you very uncomfortable. Oh, no. Did you do it, Sean? No. Did you eat the Tide No. <laughs> Neither of you asked me how my Ides of March was. Oh, we didn't care. That's why. How, how was your March 15th? <laughs> how was, Tell us about your March 15th. My March 15th? Oh, it was a lovely day. It actually, that was the day that the flash flood happened in Manhattan. <laughs> I'm taking a bold guess there. It washed away all of the benches, and they've all been replaced with beanbag chairs. Oh, how could I forget? Uh, the, yeah. the Ides of March. Uh, that's um, right. Trump was finally impeached. Yeah. Can't forget that. That's right. Man. March 15th was a huge day, and we all forgot about it. <laughs> oh, my God. You know my favorite thing about the Ides of March? I'm sure you're going to tell us. Well, what? Did you guys have a Caesar salad on the Ides of March? <laughs> no, I had pizza. Did you have a Caesar salad with your no, pizza? No, it was a slice of pizza. I put. Well, I thought it was really cool that Just Salad did that whole campaign yeah. where everyone got a free Caesar salad salad on the Ides of March. It actually was done, I think, to make every person who like has studied economics explode because they always do like there's no such thing as a free Caesar salad. Oh, yeah. Then explain the Ides of March 2018. <laughs> yeah, just salad. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to go ahead and call out the only economist I know. Ezra, this is for you. I eat a free Caesar salad and you got to do nothing about it. Ezra doesn't even eat salad. Take that, economist. Yeah. I've seen him eat a burger with one hand. Screw you, economy. Yeah, we don't need you at all. <laughs> Hence, how we treated ourselves on the Ides of March. No such thing as a free lunch? Then what am I putting Caesar dressing on, bitch? Yeah, you dumb assholes. <laughs> yeah, you big idiot. You know, I've never used Caesar dressing outside of its context. I've used ranch dressing on the pizza before, but I've never used Caesar Caesar dressing on the pizza. Oh, I use ranch dressing for everything, to be honest. I like Caesars. I like Caesar salads. I like Caesar dressings. They're they're nice. I mean, it's a simple salad. It's pretty basic, but like, I like it, you know? Sometimes the basics are what's right. Now, unrelated to the Ides of March, I just wanted to quickly, before we got into today's topic, I just wanted to share a revelation that I had between the transportation episode and now. I was unnecessarily correlating high speed with fanciness, and that is not a one-to-one -one ratio. I thought that the rocket was faster, therefore fancier, 
than the airplane that doesn't leave the ground. I wanted to apologize because I, I, I wasn't thinking fancy. I was thinking fast. I mean, I'm always trying to go fast. Speed is key. You got yeah. to go fast. Speed equates to appeal. I think, and possibly speed can equate to convenience because the less time spent traveling could arguably be fancier. That's where my mind was. But sometimes sometimes you want to enjoy the journey. Yeah, you want to take a stroll. There's two different philosophies there. Sometimes it's not about speed. You don't want to finish fast. You know, Mm -hmm. sometimes you want to take your time. I can definitely think of a situation where you want to take your time and it's not about speed. Can I take a guess what that is, Cameron? Go for it. I'm going to go ahead and guess that you're talking about a good old fashioned foot race. Oh, I was talking about sex but please continue on that thought oh yeah i know i thought it was a foot race too oh i forgot this is the sex episode (laughs) yeah that's the topic i was (laughs) i was trying to segue into what the fanciest you know form like sexiest position in sex is but i guess that's not what we're doing today you know what's even cooler than sex sports sports. it's sports it's sports sports is cooler than sex (laughs) we're we're just a bunch of meatheads over here just a lot of jocks we're real gym rats (laughs) judging by the amount of people who watch the the super bowl i I wouldn't be surprised if that's true. So, yes, this month's episode is about good old-fashioned competition in the form of sports. And actually, this is you guys are listening to the official selection committee of the first annual Ooh La La Olympics. Yes, it's true. We are hosting our very own sporting competition at our Ooh La La mansion on the moon. We're about to decide which sport will be competed in. We are going to get the best athletes from all the best countries and we're going to ship them to the moon. Hey guys, I, I, got, I got a logistical question here. What's that? If we're hosting the Ula Olympics on the moon, yeah. does the gravity affect the way the no. sport is conducted? No, no, no. <laughs> we have the bubble. We got the oh, bubble. The bubble. The okay, we, I, I forgot right. about our bubble dome. Then right. We put the mansion. Yeah, yeah, that's where, we're at. that's where we're hosting it. We have our anti-gravity bubble dome. I totally forgot. See, what I'm thinking is that for added fun you you or i cameron and i was sean's running the ceremonies we flip the switch we see what happens you know what i'm saying <laughs> just throw people uh, in the middle of the air someone's trying to go long and as soon as they throw the ball we flip the switch guys and it just keeps floating could you imagine <laughs> this doesn't have to be a secret from me i could be in on oh this yeah you're running the ceremonies you distract everyone <laughs> like let's say we're doing basketball and someone's about to go for a slam dunk and we just switch off the gravity and he just hits the ceiling <laughs> and then we turn it back on and he goes through the hoop, yeah. it's because yeah. it's a two-pointer. To the moon! <laughs> to the moon! I'm glad we had that anti-gravity switch. <laughs> me, me too. I'm so grateful. Not only is the Ula Olympics the most fanciest competition, it's also the most fraudulent. Oh, yeah. Because that, that's how big money works. It's the prestige of the event that's going to draw in all of our viewers. We're going to bro- broadcast worldwide? Oh, absolutely. No, I was going to just say, in addition to being highly qualified to host a podcast about the finer things in life, we're actually incredibly qualified to be experts on sporting. As a child, I competed in recreational baseball and basketball, and I played the outfield because no balls were hit there. We were children. But one time I was on a team that was so bad that I played the infield, third base, and I was an alternate for the all-star team. Were you the kid who sat in the outfield and would just like pick his nose, or were you active? Uh, No, I actually, I would play this neat little game in my imagination. I would pretend to like space jam people in the sense that I would Mm. take the power out of good players and injected into players on our team in my head and hope that we would get home runs. So you played so little baseball that you were just out in the outfield. Like I was, I was seriously daydreaming more than just, I was playing just, baseball. Just role playing. Yeah, yeah, no, it was bad. You were basically LARPing while everyone else was playing baseball. <laughs> well, yeah, again, I was very bad. I was actually worse than the kid who instead of bringing water or Gatorade, brought soda to drink while <laughs> playing the game. Okay, I've done the same thing, tragically, because I don't know, I feel like as a kid, we consumed so much soda because we just didn't know. No, this was a high schooler. Oh. This was someone who was at least 14 years old. Oh, never mind. No, I did that when I was younger. Yeah. But, I mean, I, I basically quit sports by high school, so. Oh, I wish I could have. I quit my freshman year because there was, there was a kid that was on my team with me, mm-hmm. and one time he said, Dude, you suck at baseball. And I'm like, no, you suck. He goes, yeah, I know. And so do you. <laughs> That's how he knew. I've never had someone come to me in solidarity, go from one loser to another. Welcome to the club. That's never happened to me. It was honestly kind of nice because I got that sweet relief of having to pretend to be an athlete. I could never even pretend to be good at sports because I would show up and people would look at me and they go, you're here for what are you here for? I mean, the sports. They go, what? Well, what sports did you play? Well, I mean, I played soccer as a kid. I was a kid picking my nose in the goal. I, there were, I, let, I let a few balls 
almost fly. I played kinder soccer. Uh-huh. Soccer was like the only sport I played. <laughs> what was the name you tried to suggest for your soccer team? Wait, oh, no. You were allowed to name your own soccer team? <laughs> so, okay. I think, I think it's very good. Yeah, because also- <laughs> we were just a bunch of kids, and the coach would be like, okay, like, what's, what's our team name? Like, what do you guys want to be called? My suggestion was to be called the Flaming Furballs. Did that stick? Nope. Uh, I don't even remember what we were called anymore, but our unofficial <laughs> team name was the Terrorists. <laughs> Because we were what? Pol- we were politically insensitive children that didn't oh understand the gravity. I thought it was because you guys terrorized the soccer field. Well, of course they did. It's a brilliant yeah. name, but it's just like you got away with that. No, we no, Ooh. we weren't actually the terrorists. But the joke was on our team that we all called ourselves the terrorists, <laughs> and our coach was like, "No, no, no, no." Well, I think that's a bold power move because, like, if I had if my team was going up against yours and they're like, "Who are we playing today, coach?" and they'd be like, oh, "All right, we're putting you in the game with." The terrorists that'd be like, nope, I'm out. I'm gonna sit this one out. I'm gonna sit on the sidelines with my little orange slice, and you guys can play the terrorists. Not going to war today. <laughs> when I played basketball, we got to choose our own team name also, and we agreed that we were gonna name ourselves Los Tacos. And each of us were a different ingredient of the taco. Ooh. I think I was ground beef. <laughs> of course you were. My friend Brandon was sour cream. Sean, ground beef, Tony. Did they print that on the back of your jerseys? No, <laughs> yeah. we never got a jersey with a name on the back. Ah, Jared, shoot. Um, could you please inform our listeners your history as an athlete? What sports do you play? You're a multi-sport man, much like myself. You know, <laughs> yeah, I guess I am. I, I, I mean, I did Taekwondo when I was younger. and uh, You play Taekwondo exactly at 10 years old, by the way, but please keep going. Oh, how do you know that? <laughs> I took Kung Fu classes when I was like 10 years Kung old. Fu, Kung Fu is inherently different from Taekwondo. Oh, yeah, it's, it's, it's different. I know, I'm just saying I took one class of Kung Fu and all I remember is riding position. Oh, yeah, no, oh, yeah, I remember Oh, that. I took exactly like five minutes of a karate class and left but anyway <laughs> I, um, so I gotta join the terrorists I have a game in a few minutes yeah exactly <laughs> I have a Jared Simon playing card from 2003 Ooh, I was afraid that you would keep that rookie card I have all of his taekwondo stats yeah I keep it in my wallet at all times I, I treasure this dearly how tall was I you were 4'8 oh boy oh please drop that How? drop the LBs <laughs> oh you were only 95 pounds <laughs> nah that's a lie oh, really? <laughs> wait you were at 10 years old you were self-conscious about your weight and lying. I am I am retroactively <laughs> self-conscious about my weight in Taekwondo. When I was 10 years old or 11 years old, I was making it a point to try to reach 100 pounds, so ah. I was probably close to that weight, too. I never had a goal weight. You look pretty fit. <laughs> um, All right, I just want to share one last fun fact from this card is that Jared's quote I didn't come up with the quote on the back of his card is if my mind can conceive it and my heart can believe it then I know I can achieve it you want to know who said that quote that that, uh, Jared credited to can I guess can I guess yeah go for it I'm gonna guess Jared Simon no but I like where your head is I I wish I came up with that this is a quote by the famous anonymous I don't, I don't know where that came from. I haven't seen one of those cards in years. My mom had them printed out, and then she would just distribute them whenever people would come to the house. I was like, Mom, you can't. We're definitely posting this on the Ooh La La Twitter. If you guys don't follow us on Twitter, it's at Ooh La La Podcast. Oh, good. In addition, I'll throw up a picture of uh, me during my height of my baseball career, which is when I had a big, gigantic, curly mess of hair, and I put it on my hat on over top of it. I honestly looked like a clown. I have plenty <laughs> of soccer photos, so I'm sure I can dig one up. Yeah, we'll post some athletic pictures of us. In solidarity, as per usual. Yeah. But I actually, as soon as I got my black belt, my parents let me stop doing Taekwondo. Yeah. I was like, can I quit now? I did the, I did, I did it. I got the black belt and they said, sure, but you got to do something else. So I said, nah, I'm good. Did you have to beat up your dad in Taekwondo? Exactly. Like in the movie Hot Rod. Yeah. That was, that was <laughs> my goal. That movie. No, they were, they were like, you got to do something. And the only way that I ever went about choosing the sports that I did was like, it was like, what sport will make me run the least? That's why I chose Taekwondo. And that's why I then transitioned to wrestling for maybe a year, I think. Oh. And I was the all-star wrestling champion of, of my middle school. You know, I got a wrestling photo of you, too. Oh. But unfortunately, there's no stats on it. Why do you have all my sports photos? <laughs> I don't even know why they took photos of me. I'm, I was not photogenic. Still quite aren't. I don't know why they would. <laughs> I think, is it the one where I have the bandage on my ring finger? Yeah, you got a bandage on your hand and you're in like full position. It's great. It's because I was trying to swipe some icing from the cake the day before the wrestling photo shoot. It was my birthday. Are you serious? 
this? Oh my god, that's amazing. Yeah, and I dropped this glass dome oh, and it shattered. Oh. Well, I just want to say congratulations on getting the black belt. Thank you. Because back in 2003, you only had a blue belt. I worked hard. I earned it. I punched a candle out with my fist. I was an all-star athlete. And then I did track and field after that. Right. But I did, you guessed it, shot put because I thought they wouldn't make me run. But Oh, they made you run. You had to chase the ball. They made me do it a mile. Speaking of like wanting to leave a sport because you were forced to do a sport, I was playing soccer because I just like, my parents wouldn't allow me to not play sports because like you need to do something physically active. Right. All you do is sit inside and draw and play video games. I was like, okay. No, we're indoor kids. Yeah, I was an, I'm an indoor kid. Still an indoor kid. Yeah, indoor kids rule. So, but I got to high school and out of like need, I tried out for the school soccer team and our high school is a very competitive, like Sean and I went to the same high school. It's a very competitive oh, place. Very competitive. Team. They have practices like every day. Our teams were some of the best. Our, our women's volleyball team was like undefeated. Yeah, but I remember one of my happiest moments moments in high school was being one of the first people to like not make it past auditions <laughs> and I was like wow I never have to play soccer ever again you know how I know you're not an athlete I like the interchangeability of auditioning and trying I was out. about to say you can see how not an athlete Karen is they refer to it as a soccer audition well what else would you call it it's called I'm a tryout sure. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my name is Cameron Trenaland here to try out for the role of a uh, soccer player number three <laughs> I'm gonna run and hit the ball here's my headshot well it's funny because in soccer a headshot is actually hitting the ball with your head. <laughs> yeah, it, that's true. You know, it's the same thing in bowling. <laughs> I don't think any of the sports that I played as a kid were fancy enough to include in the ooh la la Olympics. Yeah, I have to agree. My, my years of a midfielder are behind me. It's not the fanciest thing I've ever done. I think there's fancier things out there. Yeah, and that's what we're here to discuss. You guys now know that we're all incredibly qualified after auditioning for many sports. Correct. Uh, mm. We're here to pin down which sport we will have at the Ulala Mansion in the Ulala Olympics in our anti-gravity dome or our gravity dome. I'm going to throw one out there right now that I think is a strong mm-hmm. contender. Go ahead. Fencing. Ooh. La la. It is la, similar la. to sword fighting. <laughs> you get to have a lot of charisma in your movement. Yeah, you could say things in French. You could say on guard. On guard. And I'll, I, I think it was when I was in college, I was watching the Summer Olympics. And I watched this one. I think he was either Italian or Spanish. This one fencer. And every time he got the point, he would just go, oh, yeah, ha! And he'd take <laughs> off his, like, his, his mask and just, like, celebrate. What was he, Zorro? You know, like, when you're playing Smash Bros, Jared, not Cam, you don't know what we're talking about. Yeah, I have no idea what you're Schmash, referring Schmash to. Smash Bros? Or when you play Legend of Zelda and you have, like, or any video game sword fighter and they go, like, hey, yeah? Like, that's really common in fencing. It's, like, a normal thing to do. Sure. And I think with the fun outfits... You're telling me that I can finally be Link? Huh. Uh, more or less, yeah, if Link had a rapier. Well, that's wow. a consideration. I mean, I don't see why not. He can pick up other items in Smash Brothers, so why not a rapier? Fencing's a lot of fun. I like the idea of fencing, and I like the idea of wearing that little mesh, little helmet that you get, and you can mm-hmm. wave your sword around, and you could wave the... Is it a sword or a wand? It's and a rapier. Can, is it, is it, <laughs> their helmets, more or less, are, like, cheaper versions of Daft Punk's helmets. They have their flag on the face, but also when you get touched, your your equipment lights up to show that you have been your touched. Cost, your costume that you auditioned yeah, in. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I just, okay. I'm noticing I'm, I'm noticing a consistent theme here that we have no idea what like what the terminology is for sports. You, We're a bunch of fucking theater kids and art students. What are we doing? Real, like, I'm telling you, fencing from a visual standpoint, it's very cinematic. Like the black backdrop, the white costumes. And yeah, the, I'm looking at that. I think it's so much fun. I'm wondering if Daft Punk is actually like a fencing team. <laughs> and we just didn't know. Oh, without a doubt. Like, that's how it started. And they're like, hey, do you two know how to make music? And they're like, like, all right, just put them, just go ahead. Their real real passion is actually fencing. Wow. Yeah. So what happens in fencing when you do like a real good job? Like, do you get called back out for an encore? Uh, They just yell, real good job there, sport. That's what they say. I could be wrong here, but the stage behind them, I think, lights up in their favor. The stage? No, they're on a stage. I'd say so. Of course they're on a stage. So what's the difference between theater and sports, really? It seems like not much. You have auditions, you got a costumes, you got a stage. You got an encore. I think fencing is not far from stage fight because it's safe to play <laughs> okay. and they're not really trying to slice anybody up you're just trying to poke the other person it's a game of pokey oh, that's wow. all it, it's the hokey pokey game of fight. yeah you just gotta turn it all about <laughs> is that your suggestion for a sport the hokey pokey i don't i mean i i think that's i think that it's probably fancy <laughs> i'm gonna go and say that's not happening another sport that comes to mind when i think of like a nice fancy little game of show is is the croquet mm. you get your little 
like lawn hammer, you know? Ah, some heathers. I've never played croquet, but I know you two have played together. Yeah, we did. That's we, true. Jared and I played ourselves some croquet. We enjoyed a small little a romp, if you will. I think we were drinking tea when we were playing croquet. It's very possible. Yeah, it was. It was nice. We set it all up on the field and we cracked open the mallets and tapped those balls mm-hmm. where they needed to go. You know, it felt like lawn billiards. Is what it felt like. It's, it is absolutely lawn billiards. I do like bocce ball. You play that on a lawn. I played bocce, but bocce ball's all right. Oh man, I don't think I think croquet is fancier than bocce ball though. So I'm gonna take bocce ball off the table. Because when I think croquet, I think Alice in Wonderland. Yeah. And I think Heather's, and both of which it's very fancy people playing this game. Right. Well, I like using this mallet sort of like it's a cane. You know, like I'm I'm living the high life. I'm walking around. Yeah. You know, very daintily, and I'm enjoying it. And I think that's fancy living. I'm gonna look up some pictures of people playing this sport. I feel like sports that have like a lot of accessories and things like that equipment are they kind of make it feel yeah because they make it feel kind of fancy like well, that's a proper term because like in golf you have a bunch of clubs and those are expensive it's so the, like you got to be colors really bring out a lot of the fun in croquet yeah oh yeah I like how bright it is and yeah. I like the open spaces too because like when you're playing like, your football or your soccer you're enclosed in a stadium much like a Roman Coliseum and it feels like you know you're there to do I guess work right mm-hmm. and the sports that I enjoy aren't work okay, you're in this open field right. and you're hitting the balls, you're hanging out. It's like golf, yeah. I guess. It's closer to golf, really, than billiards, the more I think about it. But it's relax. Like, I mean, I would imagine golf is relaxing, too. Is a fancy sport one that has a physical outlet but doesn't necessarily require a lot of exertion? Because I feel like yeah. generally when we're talking about fancy things, it's like the thing, least amount of effort that you can do to go into it because you're being pampered. Right. In the sense of recreation, I think fancy people also have to let loose energy. Yeah. So I think physical exertion is fine in this category. Yeah. It's just a matter of how you're exerting that energy is what makes it fancy. I see. I think that's fair. Right. So I'd say croquet probably requires more physical demand than, say, shuffleboard. Absolutely. Right. you have to, like, swing something as opposed to, like, let something slide. Mm-hmm. And you might have to run around. When I think of, like, fancy sports, I do, I you know, I think fencing's up there. I think croquet is up there. But nothing screams fancy to me than when you need a horse to play the game. Oh my God, horse sports. Like the world of horse sports. Horses are the fanciest part of sporting. (laughs) If you're able to play sports and you have a horse, that's taking it next level. Like I can't just go out there and start playing polo. You like polo. Riding a horse and playing polo, that's fancy. Why should I run around when my horse can run around for me? Oh my God. (laughs) Oh my God. I would have done any sport if my parents gave me a horse (laughs) to do it on. Like They're like, oh, do you want to do track and field? Hell yeah. Just give me a horse to do it on. Like He'll do the (laughs) running. I'll do the other part of track and field. So it's just horse racing. You're not, you're, you're not actually doing track and field. You're just riding a horse. Is it horse racing if I'm the only one on a horse and everyone else is running? I mean, I need the horse. There were people who are naturally fast. The horse is compensating for like the lack of... I think that's called cheating, Jared. No, I don't know. Do you guys know what horse vaulting is? What? Wait, is that where you try to vault over a horse? You No, no, no. I know what vaulting is. Yeah, that's where you try to throw yourself over something like parkour. And that's not very fancy. It's not bad at all. So what it is, uh-huh. the horse runs around in a circle and the rider performs gymnastics what? while on the moving horse what it's so cool it's just like because you know how, like there's the saddle on and like gymnastics where it's just like not on a horse you just kind of like move your legs around the saddle you know what i'm talking about uh, yeah i feel like it's not called a saddle but that's some cirque du soleil level sporting yeah so horse vaulting is gymnastics on the back of a horse Holy that's f- really fancy what the heck i mean that takes a lot of skill yeah that's insane also there's dressage which is just horse dancing wait, 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 um how do you dance with a horse do you dance with the horse no, no, no the horse dance it's the horse does the dancing the horse is dancing how does a horse dance what kind Some of kind dancing of like a box is it? Step of sorts. Does the trainer take credit for the horse's victory? That's not fair. Yeah, yeah, that's not fair. Horses deserve medals in the Summer Olympics. I, I think horses should at least get like metal hooves. Yeah. that they can wear and tout. Be like, oh, that's an Olympic horse. You can see all of his. His hooves are medals. Ooh, then they could tap dance. I want to see a big old medal around the horse's neck. <laughs> Those things are thick. That's a thick neck. Yeah. You know, now I just realized, like, what I really want to see is I want to see horses square dancing. That's not a sport, but I'd like to see horses do a lot more than they're already doing. Ooh, you know what I want to see? Just a bunch of horses playing poker. Like that old painting of the dogs. <laughs> yeah, but, but it's, it's horses. horses. With these beautiful manes, and you don't know whether they're bluffing or not. You got one on the right with a full house. Horses have such long faces that they've got the ultimate poker face. <laughs> <laughs> they got a poker face. <laughs> 
What do you guys think about uh, horse racing, mm-hmm. like the Kentucky Derby? Because, you know, fancy people go to that, but they're really going to bet on the horses, not so much ride that. I think that's more gambling. That's a, yeah. I think betting on the horse races is almost a sport in itself. I don't. But do you consider gambling a sport? I think people show up and there is definitely a um, element of showmanship because people dress on their Sunday best. Right. And you just have people choosing these silly horse names. Can we each pick out a horse name, oh. please? Can we each name oh a horse right now? Yeah, what are you naming your horse? I'll name the horse The Feeling of Freedom. Exquisite. That's my horse. All right. The name of my horse is The Feeling Right After a Sneeze. <laughs> uh, my horse's name is going to be called That that Horse. <laughs> That horse round to the bed right now. It's passing. It's passing the feeling of freedom. That horse is catching up on the, the feeling after you sneeze. And that horse can do it. That horse does it. That horse wins. I like that my horse, that horse, did the best. You know what would be a good name for a horse? Oh, man. Just maybe like something like, mm. uh-huh. Wait, that's like, that's the name of the horse. Mm. It's um asterisk P-B-B-B-B-B-T asterisks. Run around the corner. I think that horse racing is all about perspective because if you look at it from the perspective of the jockey, it's a sport. I think that the jockey is the one who's training the horse, riding the horse, getting the horse to go around in the circle as fast as he can. Yeah, I think no. that's what they do. Right. From a different perspective, you've got the men who are, they appear to be fancy, but I don't think they are because all they're doing is gambling. They're not playing the sport. Yeah, that's not a sport. Saying that the horse racing is about the people who are betting on the horse is like the same thing as saying people who are betting on who's going to win the Super Bowl are playing football. They're not doing the Super Bowl, you know? No, I agree. I, I think in order to be in the Ooh Olympics, there has to be some physical extortion. Well, extortion? I don't think that's the right word. Yeah, no, you, you've got to extort someone to have gotten to the <laughs> yeah. That's what you need to do. You need to become the shadiest version of yourself Ooh. in order to make it to the I have an idea for uh-huh. an original sport. Uh-oh. I'm cautiously optimistic about a Sean Tony sport. It's a, it's a horse race. Okay. All right, it's horse Versus horse human relay race. So every other person in the relay is a horse. No, no, it's one horse versus a relay race team. Oh, okay. I like the idea better where it's one person who passes the baton to a horse. <laughs> oh, that's good too. Who then passes the baton to another human. Yeah, and then the final horse. Wait, wait, what if they have to mount the horse after running to it, and then they no, start the horse let race? Let the horse do it. Let the horse take. Like they get the medal. It starts off as a foot race. Then you get to the horse, you mount the horse, and then the race continues. It's like a relay race, but you have to. And then mount the horse. And then you have to trade off with another person. Yeah, another person has to run up on another horse. You guys have to switch horses. That's horse vaulting. That could be horse vaulting. That's similar to horse vaulting, I think, but it's it's definitely taking it to a new category. What about what about other forms of horse sports? Like you got uh you got basketball. Horse basketball? Oh the oh, the, the, the game of you horse. Mean horse in basketball. Oh yeah. Okay, okay. All I, right. Can we work actual horses into this or what? Well horses can play basketball. Why can't they? Well, I have a coworker who claims that they had the chance to play a game of horse with Shaq and that they won. Is it Aaron Carter? I don't believe that for a hot second. They didn't provide any proof. <laughs> You're talking about your coworker Aaron Carter, right? He wrote a song about it. <laughs> That's right. You work with Aaron Carter. And I think they're doing a little referential humor bit, if you will. I think they might actually be telling the truth. If there's one thing that everyone has been critical on as far as Shaquille O'Neal's basketball ability. That dude cannot sink a free throw to save his life. It's true. If there's one game of basketball that you can beat Shaq in, it would be horse. So I think it's very true. I think that that could have happened. Where do you think they got the name for the sport? It's not called horse for no reason. Well, they originally named it Duckbill Platypus, but everybody got tired by the first B. Yeah, and I think horse is also like, uh, it's a decently long enough word for a game and each letter is different. Yeah, so you can remember where you are. So it's like easy to keep track of. Plus, like you get to have the fun thing of like, ah, oh, you're a hoe or you're a whore. You know, if you get the H-O or the H-O-R. Yeah. You could do the smack talk. Yeah, smack talk is a big part of the Ooh La La Olympics. Mm-hmm. I, got, I actually got this on Wikipedia right here. It says, the name horse was used because it reminded the individual of a silly insult he had been subjected to by his eldest sister in his hometown while growing up. What was the insult? That's very vague to me, yeah. Was, did, did they call him a horse? Someone called him probably like horse face. So he decided to take it. And he, he just lived with that forever, huh? I was like, man, remember that one time <laughs> someone insulted me? He called me a horse face? Like, 
Like he could just never live it down. I'll make them the horse. Yeah, I'll show them. I'll turn. I'll put a positive turn on this. I'll show you who's the real horse. <laughs> what if the original name of the game was just Horse Face, and everyone's like, "Let's drop drop the face. It's much cleaner." Yeah. <laughs> what if it was like Horse Faced Idiot? And he was like, "No, no, no. It's Horse Face." And everyone's like, "You need to put that behind you. And then, Move on." You know what? And people were just like, "Yeah, you think it's called that horse?" And they just started calling that guy Horse. <laughs> so he lost every game immediately because he had all the letters. Yeah. I had an idea for a sport that I thought could have been in the Olympics, but the Olympic Committee never got back to me. Was it like one of the polo games? I think that running uphill should be an Olympic sport. <sighs> okay, so are, are we measuring distance or like how quickly you get to the top? I think it's who gets furthest uphill without giving up. It's like a 500 meter dash uphill. Uh-huh. It's the same incline for everybody. Okay. And then whoever gets there first gets the medal. Okay, okay. What if it's not what if it's more of an endurance thing? Oh. You know, like it's whoever can run uphill oh. for the longest. That's what I was thinking, right? Like whoever pa- whoever doesn't pass <laughs> whoever out. Doesn't pass out. <laughs> and it would be really fun when you lose cuz then you get to slide down the hill. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, you get to roll down it. Wee. Yeah. That's the real winner, whoever gets to roll down the hill. Hey Sean, what inspired you? <laughs> so there's this event, it's called Cooper Hills Cheese Rolling and Wake. Mm -hmm. And there is this hill. What they do is they roll a wheel of cheese down the hill and everyone runs down chasing it. Everyone falls down running down this hill. So wait, they're chasing cheese? They're chasing a wheel of cheese. It's called Cooper Hills Cheese Race. What if they had to run uphill? But you can't chase cheese up a hill. That's why we have our anti-gravity machine, Cameron. Yeah. (laughs) That's a classic tale. It's the classic tale of Sisyphus. Yeah, exactly. Rolling the cheese up the hill. When you said like running uphill, I was just thinking, about the myth of Sisyphus. The myth of Sisyphus? You know, that was rewarding in some senses. The myth of Sisyphus. The, the myth of Sisyphus. <laughs> Sean, ground beef, Tony. He's got a nickname again. Hey, you know me, it's ground beef, baby. Cook me till I'm brown. So really, the 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 prize of this game, this like running uphill, isn't so much the medal. It's the philosophical achievement of uh, conquering the absurd when you get to the top, right? Absolutely. Tell you what, let's throw in a wheel of cheese, too. Can I rename my horse Wheel of Cheese? <laughs> no, I'm, I, I'm sorry. That horse is locked in, but <laughs> if that horse cheese. has a kid, you can name that <laughs> horse's kid. That horse is locked in. Yeah, that horse's son or daughter can be named Wheel of Cheese. Right. All right, good. Because I, I've been thinking more about it in the past couple of minutes, and I was like, water polo's played on a horse. No, it's not. What? Water polo is not played on a horse. They don't dip the horses in water? You mean to tell me that the horses don't swim? I thought they dipped the horses in the water and then you sit on top of the no, horse. No, it's play horse free. Well, how do you play regular polo? On a horse. They don't do uh, water polo with horses because there's no swimsuits big enough. <laughs> like they just stretch them out right away. Like this won't do. This just won't do. You know what they could use? Uh-huh. A seahorse. That's odd. That's appropriate. That's accurate. What That's if they what rode on be. gigantic seahorses? So we're going to genetically engineer some seahorses for this sport because we have the money to do it. We'll just take the big ones. I don't think seahorses are very big. I thought they were the size of regular horses. Not no. They're very tiny creatures. Yeah, they're not. No, they're like smaller than a Q-tip. Smaller than a Q-tip. They're tiny as heck. Oh wow, they're pretty tiny. I don't know how tiny, but they're small. We can't ride this. Not at all. No, they're very small. I was under the impression you could ride one. They're not called horses because of the size. Oh, not unless you're like an amoeba. And they're all male. Well, no, I well, learned a no, lot they're, today. They're not all male. I don't think. No, it's the males give birth. Yeah, the males give birth. Because wow. I think it's like a thing where they're like they take on both roles. Right. Oh, they're smaller than my hand. Well, Jared, if you're ever reborn as a krill, yeah. you can ride a seahorse. Did you know that sea monkeys are shrimp? Well, Did you think it was a monkey? <laughs> well, I guess my understanding of the animal kingdom is all Okay, hold on. Your understanding of the the world of aquatic creatures is completely skewed to that of land creatures. Well, that's what I know. You just assume that whatever's underwater is like alternate universe versions of land creatures. That's what they called the sea cow for a reason. (laughs) I got bad news about sea lions, buddy. What do you think a sea lion is, Jared? They don't have a mane? No. Oh, my God. Oh, boy. No. We're gonna, they have whiskers. We're going to have to have a whole episode about aquatic creatures because <laughs> I got to figure out what the fancy aquatic creatures are. I, I This is overload. We got to talk about sports, and I'm sitting here researching seahorses. And Yeah, we're getting a little lost here. We're getting lost in the depths of the ocean. <laughs> what about... Tennis. What about tennis? Racket sports. I love it. Yeah, racket sports. You only got your tennis, badminton, ping pong, racquetball, squash. I think squash is pretty fancy. Guys, it's my turn. Racket sports. You use it. You love it. 
you do it. You lose it. <laughs> hey. oh, there it is. is there a difference between squash and racquetball? Are they the same? Well, yeah. One's a vegetable and the other one's a sport. No, no, because squash is also a sport. Oh. It's a sport and a vegetable? Yeah, Jared. We Okay, Jared. Crazy how that worked out. So back when I first met Jared back in like 2011, 2012, uh-huh. one of the first conversations I had with him was I was talking about conductor. <laughs> I think I was talking about like a train conductor. And yeah. he's like, oh, you'd be like an electrical conductor? I don't get it. I don't get it. Yeah. What, is it? what is this? I don't get it. I don't get it. And I was like... <laughs> You know the word set has 17 different definitions? I remember this conversation. Set? Yeah. The word set, S-E-T, has 17 different definitions. I think you just broke Jared. I think he's like stuck trying to compute in his head all the different ways he can use the word set. So squash can be used in multiple words. It could be a vegetable. It could be a sport. It could be a verb. Yeah. Squash or racquetball. I want to know what the difference is. The difference is the racket. Squash has a longer handle. Oh, much like badminton. Yeah. Similar to badminton and tennis. So which is the fanciest of all of them? That's the big question i think squash because it's got a longer handle and you just hit it against and i guess badminton's probably a little bit fancier badminton sounds fancier hold on cameron you you have some history with tennis back in high school right yeah i was a professional were you really what did you do special guest on the show michael soden of michael's bikels yeah and i formed a tennis team this is before michael soden (laughs) discovered his passion for bikels we had a bunch of team attacks so one of our signature moves was i would pretend to be sick and then mike would come up to my aid and then i throw up but i'm really throwing up a tennis ball it would go over the net and people would be so concerned for my health that they wouldn't be able to react in time thus scoring us a point that's pretty awesome and we really changed the way people looked at the sport because we were doing stuff that no one else has even thought of before now correct me if i'm wrong but was there not a move where you jumped on top of the net (laughs) no there was just one time i tried jumping over the net and then my foot got caught and i ate shit (laughs) That was different. Did you try combining like volleyball with tennis where you moved the net higher? I don't even remember. I think I was celebrating. (laughs) Yeah, that sounds right. (laughs) Because we had we were undefeated thanks to our signature moves. That begs the question, though. That makes me think, what if we were to create like a sport exclusively for the Ulala Olympics? Oh, so like a brand new never before seen fantasy sport that we're going to bring to life. Yeah. I like this a lot. We bring all of the best things from all of our favorite sports like horses Mm -hmm. and nets Mm -hmm. and bocce ball and rackets. Rackets. And the theatrics of fencing. Yeah, the theatrics. Well, yes. Yes. So there's a stage. Yeah, it's definitely on a stage. Like, I want it in a theater. Yeah, yeah. Like boxing. Like like how boxing is, like, essentially everyone in the room. Oh, I love that. Facing this one center point. And there's, like, lights coming down on it. Absolutely. I want that to be where this takes place. Yes. And then we have horses. I know horses are there. They're definitely horses. Is this a 1v1 sport or is it a team sport? My gut says team. I think it should be team because I think I want as many people on the moon as possible. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. I think team's the way to go. You know why? Because we're a team. Yeah, we're team players. The three of us. Right. Are we competing in this event? Oh, no. 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 I don't think so. We gotta be judges. Sean, you've got to MC. I gotta throw the anti-gravity switch. Yeah. We're hosting the event. We're hosting it. <laughs> what, what, if, yeah. what if? I gotta eat the snacks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Cameron's gotta cut all the orange slices. Yeah. We have to have a jumping element. Well, we're gonna have sugar cubes for the horses. That's that's number one. Because we need we need to pull we need to pull that like gravity switch at the right time to create more of like that whole on the moon factor. I can't wait to have floating horses. Oh my god. It's an air horse. To me, this is like turning into some sort of like opera that we're putting on. These floating horses on a stage. Well, what song will be sung at the Ulala Olympics? Because we're not gonna do the national anthem because it's not taking place on American soil. It's taking place on our moon base. It's the Ulala anthem. Who will be singing the Ulala anthem? <laughs> Lady Gaga. Why Gaga? I was gonna say Beyonce. I was thinking of Bruno Mars. No, 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 no. We can't we cannot have Bruno Mars doing the moon anthem. We have to on save the it. Moon. Yeah, we just save it for when we expand our mansion to Mars. Oh, right. When, right. when Sean becomes the last man on Mars. Exactly. Then we have Bruno Mars perform. When Bruno Mars goes to Mars, do they just call him Bruno? No, they call him Bruno Earth. Uh. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so we should choose someone who really needs it. Like someone who hasn't been in the spotlight. Oh, Carly Rae Jepsen. I'm done with some CRJ. CRJ is A-OK. She did Call Me Maybe, and she did that one music video with Tom Hanks. Ooh, 
La La. Yeah, there we go. I was going to say, maybe we should do a duet. So it's Carly Rae uh-huh. and Tom Hanks. Let's just recreate that video. Oh, if there's ever a reason to have Tom Hanks on the moon, this is it. And I want Tom Hanks to be in character. Which character of Tom Hanks do you want him to be on the moon with? Woody. <laughs> I mean, Apollo 13 makes sense, right? No, no. <laughs> no, why would, no, why would he? You're not choosing the one where he's an astronaut. <laughs> no, why would he do that? It's too obvious. Yeah, it's too on the nose, Sean. You're choosing the one where he's opposite an astronaut as Woody the Cowboy. <laughs> Yeah. Or he could be Captain Phillips. We all like that Captain Phillips, so. Yeah, true. I'm going to say that instead of having a national anthem, I think we should let them choose one song on karaoke to sing together. <laughs> and every year, whoever gets to sing our song gets to choose a song off the karaoke list. I thought that the Ooh La La anthem was just Summer Nights from Greece. That could work. It's not bad. I, I really like that song. I want to play with something, you, you guys. I want to play with something real bad. Okay. Before we go any further. I think the music just kicked in. I don't know why you sent me the lyrics to this, because I know them all. Are you, do you want a song? Do you want us to sing this song right now? Summer lovin' had me a blast. Summer lovin' happened so fast. I met a girl crazy for me. Met a boy cute as can be. Summer, summer days drifting away to a the summer nights. Nice Cameron. Ooh la 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 la. <laughs> ooh la la, ooh la la. Don't you mind if I do? I'm doing something with let's, that. Let's go back to the sports. This is about sports, darn it. Sports. So that's basically what it'll sound like when Carly Rae Jepsen and Tom Hanks do Summer Lovin', basically. Sports! <laughs> All right, so let's talk about the sports we talked about, determine the fanciest thing from each of them, and then incorporate that into a sport. Yes. Fencing. What's the fanciest thing? The theatrics? The theatrics, the masks. The overall presentation, I think, is very fancy. Yes. Okay, so ooh-la-la on the theatrics of fencing. Don't mind if I do? Ooh-la-la, don't mind if I do. Ooh-la-la. Don't mind if I do. Cool. We got that. Horse sports. <laughs> the inclusion of horses, right? I don't know if there's anything else you guys want to pop in there. Ooh, do we want humans involved in this too or a team of horses? Oh, that's a great question. Well, I think it's a collaboration. Do they work hand in hand or is there, are, or is there a trainer? Hand in hoof. Hand in hoof. <laughs> hand in hoof. <laughs> Ooh la la, don't mind if I do to have the hand in hoof. Hand in hoof, don't mind if I do. Ooh la la. I'll think about it because I would like the horses to be able to have their independence. Horses overall, ooh la la, don't mind if I do. Here's my argument. In a team sport, everyone has their own independence, but it's a collaborative effort of working together. It's not like we're we're mooching off each other. I want to see a world where horses and humans come together as one and are able to share the celebration for their victory. Yeah, I'll be damned if we're not rewarding the horses for their hard-fought battles. Yeah, at the ooh Olympics, there are horse medals. Absolutely. Everyone gets recognized. Everyone and every hoof. The horse and the jockey both get a medal. But only if they win. We have to make a, a tier list of what material will be the, the medal will be made of. Ooh. And the winners get the highest material. Oh, it's made of moon rocks. <laughs> Whoever gets last place gets a uh, medal made of... Regular rocks. Yeah, regular rocks. Earth rocks. Regular rocks. Earth rocks. Yeah, because the winner gets the moon rocks. Okay. Yeah, the moon rocks. Uh, what about croquet? Do you want to incorporate? I think this comes down to two very important distinctions. Mallet? Or racket. Mallet or racket. I want to say racket. I'm going to say racket because I want to see the ball in the air between horses because then the horses have a chance to maybe like block the shot with their head. Ooh, okay. Going for some headshots. Let the horses enjoy it too instead of just keeping their like have to look down, make them look up once in a while. Yeah. So that's your, what's your ooh la la on that? Racket, don't mind if I do. Mallet, sorry, but I'll pass. Thank you very much. Cameron? I'm having a hard time. I can't decide. If I had to get anything, I would say maybe, ooh, well, I don't mind if I do to the mallet. Because I think that the, the majority of racket sports aren't necessarily the fanciest. But when I see a mallet, I know I'm in for a treat. Mm. Like, I feel like there's money behind it. I would argue that the rackets almost always are a, sig- a fancy sport. Tennis is fancy. Badminton's fancy. Racquetball's a fancy sport. I think the only one that's not is ping pong. And in those, you have paddles. I had never considered the paddle. I don't think tennis is terribly fancy. I'm going to have to buy heads with you here my friend i think tennis is very fancy how so tennis courts right are always in fancy areas it is called a court too yeah it's a court you know and unlike basketball or baseball where you can play them almost everywhere i feel like the people who have access to play tennis generally are fancier than people who have access to play other sports. But that does, does that does that even mean that the sport is fancy or the people that are playing it are fancy? I think so because of Wimbledon. I think tennis at the highest level at Wimbledon is a fancy sport. I think tennis is fancy. Riddle me this, riddle me that, man. <laughs> you say griddle? If a fancy person were to start performing a, a sport that wasn't fancy, does that 
flip the sport? Does that become a fancy sport? I don't think so. I'll say with tennis, people have to wear all white. They have to dress up to play tennis. Oh, that's true. But when you dress up for tennis... There's a theatrical element to it. I don't think it's that theatrical. You've got like... Those visors are not fancy. Come on. I'm thinking about it. I'm like looking at people playing tennis. I really think like... I say it's fancy. If I have to choose between the mallet and the racket... Ooh la la, don't mind if I do the racket because I want to see the combination of a tennis racket and the floating horse on a stage in the garb. I want to see all that come together. And I think that that is a combination for success of, of, of fine and fancy. I think it's I think that horse is going to crash land on you when that switch goes off because the racket is going to backfire and you're going to wish that it was a mallet. That's Doesn't all I'm saying. Doesn't the Queen of England attend Wimbledon? Does she? She literally goes to watch the this one sport. It's fancy. Does the Queen of England not watch any other sports? The Queen attended a Kentucky Derby race. <laughs> I think that um, the Queen of England is similar to the Roman Coliseum. You know? <laughs> the thumbs up, thumbs down. <laughs> the sporting events. She's uh, the ultimate judge. You know, battle it out. I forgot that every Wimbledon, they just cut away to the Queen of England and she just gives it the thumbs up so that everyone's like, okay, that was good. That was good. <laughs> yeah. But every now and then, she like kind of teases it. She gives like the halfway thumbs up, but then she gives it a thumbs up. Big thumbs up. I'd say the Queen of England is the fanciest person on earth. If she attends tennis, then tennis is fancy. <laughs> uh, counterpoint, she's the fanciest person on earth. We are on the moon. Wow. Truer words have never been spoken. Look, one day when this podcast takes off, and I'm not talking about just going to the moon. I'm talking about taking off in terms of popularity. Maybe one day the Queen of England will bestow the honor upon us to be a guest on the podcast. I say we send her the invite. She should absolutely be invited. To the Ulal Olympics yeah. and see if she accepts. Yeah. I will be damned if we don't get to have her on as our first guest. <laughs> well, do you think the Queen has a podcast? Does she have a podcast? Queen of England? Yeah, the Queen. Yeah, who else? Uh, well, she Queen of England also has a podcast called Ooh La La, Don't Mind If I Do. Yeah. And she rates all the fancy things that she's actually doing. It's basically our show, but real. <laughs> yeah, it's legit. <laughs> I'm Googling uh, pictures of the Queen attending certain sports, and I typed in Queen attends baseball. I'm getting pictures of Queen Latifah attending baseball games, and I got to say, I, I wish Queen La- I hope Queen Latifah comes on our podcast, too. All right, she's invited. There's an open invite to three people always on our podcast. Yeah. It's Queen Latifah. Mm-hmm. Queen Latifah. Elizabeth. And Lou Ferrigno. I'm just saying, open invitation. The Ferrigs is always welcome on here. Anytime. I don't know, dude. Lou Ferrigno did us dirty. You know, he, I understand everyone's got stuff going on in their lives. And when we had a radio show and Lou Ferrigno called in to Cinnamon Radio, he did say he was going to call us back and we never heard back from him. And I get it. There's a lot going on. But that's why I want to extend an open invitation to Lou Ferrigno to clear the at air. any point in time, should he want to join us. I, I think Lou Ferrigno is a fancy dude, and I think he's definitely participated in some sports, if not wrestling, right? Bodybuilding, if that's a sport. Uh, bodybuilding is definitely a sport. It, or no, I, know, I guess it's more of like a beauty pageant, so I don't think it's a sport, but it is a competition. I just want to clarify for the people that are listening, this isn't a bluff. The Lou Ferrigno thing happened. We don't know if it was an imposter. He said, you're very funny. That's what he said. Stick around after. After the episode, you can listen to Cam and Jared having their old radio show at college. The Glory Days. Cinnamon Radio, <laughs> in which Lou Frigno calls in and tells them that he enjoys their show. So actually, let's do this too. I'm going to say this. If you're listening to this podcast right now. And you're the Queen of England. Let's get this going. Maybe a hashtag like. Lou Returns. Ooh la Lou. Ooh la Lou. Lou la la. <laughs> All right, just tweet at Lou Frigno saying, you should come on at Ooh la la podcast. Hashtag. Lou la la. Great. Oh, this is incredible. We're getting Lou. We're getting the Ferrigno on this thing. <laughs> I mean, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna pass an ooh la la right now. Lou Ferrigno, ooh la la, don't mind if I do. Don't mind if I do. Can't say no to the whole Ooh la la, don't mind if I do. I'll give him a second chance. I want I want a redemption art. You know, he's sixty six years old. He's doing great. Yeah. He's got his Ferrigno fit thing going on. I'm happy for him. I think he's got it all figured out. Yeah. Lou? If you want to come on our podcast, you can sing the national anthem at the Ooh La La Olympics. <laughs> Lou and Lou alone can sing. Yes. I want him doing both parts. Yeah. Or I would do the duet with him if he wants me to. But... So what else do we got to Ooh La La? Yeah, what else do we have to Ooh La La? We got to Ooh La La this sport out. Can we make a compromise to a racket and mallet? Ooh. So you can knock it up and hit it there. Dual wielding. Boom, boom, boom. I have an idea. Wait, hold on. I got I it. I have an I, idea. No, I got it. All right, Cam's idea first, then Jared's idea. It's like Zorro. Mallet in left hand. Bracket in the right hand, <laughs> rapier in the mouth. How about the horse's mouth? Oh! Wow. What about tennis racket, right? Yeah. Okay. And then the end of the tennis racket on the other end. Okay. Yep. 
Mallet. Oh. Now we're talking. Let's do that and then rape your in the other <laughs> Oh, you just swinging them both around like crazy. A dual wielding, like, Darth Maul lightsaber, but with a mallet and a racket. Exactly. And then on the other hand, you have the rapier. But wait, wait, wait. Hold on. What if we also infuse the rapier into the original? <laughs> it's a three-pronged handle? <laughs> I almost called it a weapon. <laughs> oh. It is purely for sport. So you have the mallet, which extends into the racket, and at the tip of the racket, it extends out into a rapier. When you, st- when you press a button, though, right? So you press the button and goes shing! Yeah. And then you can start fencing. Yeah, it's like a lightsaber almost. I love this. I love this sport. Yeah, I like this. Okay. Yeah. I love this sport. How do you score a point oh, in this boy. game? We're going to be here for a while, folks. <laughs> Buckle in. How about this? You have to get the ball. There's a ball. <laughs> well, there's a racket and a mallet. They're not just hitting each other with it. <laughs> it is an inflatable ball. And you have to kind of like get it through a hoop that is suspended from the top of the dome. I like, like it. Like a big old basketball in the center of the room. Okay, so you have to use the anti-gravity to your advantage when the switch goes off. Yes, yeah. And you have yeah. to like float around and get the ball through. Oh, so now the switch isn't such a surprise. Yeah. That's it. Because what happens is everyone's looking at it and they go, how are we going to win this game? How are we going to get all the way up there? And then all of a sudden we come in with the assist. We flip the switch and it goes, Junk. And they go, whoop. There it is. Exactly. That's it. Yeah. Oh, boy. Slam dunks are worth double if the horse does it. Yes. <laughs> no, anything the horse does is double points. This game also has slam dunks. The only thing this game doesn't have is like a hockey puck. <laughs> or rules. <laughs> oh, yeah. There are no, they're no rules. It's just get the ball through the hoop. That's it. Can they kill each other? Yeah, absolutely. They got their rapier That's thing. the only rule. If you kill someone, you have to be put into the penalty box. <laughs> oh, you get a timeout. Yeah, for like 30 minutes. It's not a DQ. It's no, just... But that doubles the gravity. <laughs> that makes the gravity extra. So you have to you get like compressed to the and floor. Shackled to moon rocks that keep you grounded. Oh my god! What, what what's the name of this sport? It's called fuckball. Fuck no, we, we call it fuckball. No, we can't do that. We're we're fancier than that. Yeah, this isn't a very fancy. It's not a, yeah, this is a sophisticated. How about fancy ball? Ooh la la! That's really on the nose, though. Cameron, I know you're you're just fighting hard for fuckball. <sighs> I mean, look. Hashtag team fuckball. Yeah, let's let the viewers decide. If you think it should be called hashtag fuckball. We'll run a poll. We'll have it run for a month until the next episode. Then the winner will be the uh, name of the sport. So to make it clear, the theatrics and stage design of fencing. Yep. This three-pronged weapon of mallet, racket, and rapier. Yep. Horses. Of horse. The fluctuating (laughs) gravity. Yeah. And a hoop. With slam dunks and a double gravity room if you kill anyone. Yeah, I think we nailed it. It sounds like we nailed it, and I just want to revisit one thing really quick. Go for it. I feel like we didn't talk extensively about hoops themselves. Right. So, like, the ba- like a basketball... Is it a basketball hoop? Is that fancy? Maybe a hula hoop? Uh, yeah, I was imagining, like, almost like a circus-style hoop that you have to, like, get it through. I'm into a big old hoop. Yeah, yeah it's sort of like a Quidditch thing going on there. Is Quidditch fancy? Quidditch is fantasy fancy. So Calvin Ball is off the table. Yeah, Calvin Ball's off the table. Okay. Essentially, this game is Calvin Ball, but we're calling it either fuckball or fancy ball. <laughs> okay. What What is the ball itself? How large is it? Are we talking baseball? Are we talking basketball? Are we talking beach ball? It's a, it's a medicine Ooh. ball. Medicine, oh, I'm into that. Yeah, it's a medicine ball. That's the fanciest ball. Can we make it like kind of like a pinata so when you hit it, medicine falls out? Why would medicine <laughs> come out? It's a medicine ball. We don't want to be. We don't want our players roiding out, man. Yeah. It's like in Mario Kart when you get a weapon. It, it's a mystery pill, and it'll either make you really good, really bad, or I don't know, maybe you'll just like turn into a star or something. The ultimate ultimate wild card. I see. So there has to be a wild card aspect. I'm going to fight hard for that. Well, you know what's brilliant about the medicine ball, by the way, what? is that it's like you can't really utilize the medicine ball with the racket mallet that we've created until the anti-gravity switch is thrown. I think there needs to be two balls. So there's the main ball that like gets that you use to score the points, but then there's like the wild ball that's like a pinata style ball. It's the power ball. Whatever comes out of it. It's like you could you get to keep it and use it as an item. But the three of us decide what we put in there, and sometimes we'll put in like a dud one, like a rotten egg, and then they have to like <laughs> smell it. Yeah. Ew. Ew. Yeah. Ew. Ew. I don't want to play this part anymore, Dad. Ew. <laughs> so. <laughs> Guys, I thought running uphill was the best sport I'd ever create. No, but this uh, fancy ball Fuck is ball. clearly... <gasps> F-ball. F-ball. We'll call it F-ball. We'll call it F-ball in the meantime. It's a compromise. No, no, it's, the F is either for fancy or the F is for fuck. I like F-ball. Yeah, F-ball so is good. So the thing is, the regular Olympics are a combination of all the sports. And I think the ooh-la-la Olympics is, is 
is the combination of every sport. <laughs> it's a combination of every sport. But I think that it's culmination versus combination. I, well, I think that we should invite everyone to play the individual sports. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then we get the cream of the crop to play. The, OK, this is who we send out. Whoever wins the gold medal yeah. for every yes. Olympic sport is flown out to the moon exactly. to play F-ball. That's absolutely it. Wow. I think we did it. This is the perfect game. This is the fanciest game. Yeah. There's not very little. I mean, there's some violence, but I mean, it's going to be. There's a lot of violence. But you know what? There's protection, too. So they're going to be safe. Right, yeah, there's penalties if you kill someone. So it's not totally unfair. Oh, that's right. We're keeping people in line. I think we're all in agreement here. F-ball. Ooh, la, la. Don't mind if I do. Ooh, la, la. Don't mind if I do. F-ball. Ooh, la, la. Don't mind if I do. Mm-hmm. I love it. I think everything about it's fantastic. It's settled. All right. Gentlemen, are we going to do this every year? Maybe every uh, March we revisit? We, well, it can't be annual because that's the lineup with the Olympics now. That's true. We got to send out the players based off the Olympics. What if we did one, like every 10 years? That way we always get completely different athletes. They're people who train right. literally their entire lives just to play one game of F once a century. And then we get the best. Oh, These first ones will take place in what, 2028? Yeah, sounds about right. Yeah. So over the next 10 years, we will be recruiting for F-Ball. And you guys get to choose what the F stands for on our Twitter. Fancy fuck or Ferrigno. Or for, oh my god. <laughs> Ferrigno ball. Ferrigno ball. Lou, you know what you gotta do. Guys, I just wanna, I just wanna say something. I suggested doing it once a century, <laughs> but I wanna be able to live yeah. to see multiple <laughs> games of F-Ball. So let's, let's leave it to a decade. Every decade we have the big F-Ball tournament. Players come from around the galaxy. I'm expecting aliens to participate in this in the upcoming years is there to discover well absolutely yeah yes. and they and they visit the moon in addition to hosting this event we're the ones who get to put the extra fun ball the mystery ball we get to stuff stuff in there and the first thing i'm stuffing in there is just a card that says lou ferrigno and when they say lou ferrigno enter lou ferrigno <laughs> who then gets to play the game amazing he's a big part of the festivities he plays on an elephant not a horse that's only fair yeah it's for yeah i mean there's no rules i'm really excited to host f ball at the ulala mansion bathrooms are open to all at the ulala olympics at the ulala olympics taking place at the ulala mansion on the moon should we call it a moonshin should we call it the what the moonshin or is that too much that's getting a little sloppy i think, I think it's yeah too much. I, I agree i thought yeah. i'd throw it out there see if it's done i like the idea i like the effort i like where you're coming from but yeah. Ooh la la, I'll pass. Thank you very much. Ooh la la, I'll pass, but thank you very much. Ooh la la, I'll pass as well. <laughs> thank you very much. I'm going to say um, it's our lunar estate. Ooh. I like that much. Yeah, that's much better. It's the premier lunar estate. Ooh la la, don't mind if I do. Ooh la la, don't mind if I do. It's the lunar estate. Ooh la la. You know I don't mind if I do. <laughs> all right, so are we good? Yeah, I'm all ooh la la out. I think I'm ready for the ooh la la Olympics. I'm I'm jazzed about it. Yeah. yeah, this is the most we've ever gotten done in an episode. We actually created a sport. We're breaking new ground. This is not the direction I thought the episode was going to go in. Not at all. Yeah. <laughs> tweet at us. Our Twitter is at ooh la la podcast. Remember, tweet at Lou Ferrigno. Tweeted him saying Lou la la. Come on to ooh la la podcast. It'll be great. Uh, but if you guys would like to follow me on social media, my handle is at Captain Tony. I'm on Twitter, Instagram. Well, you can follow me, Cameron. Put that thing back where it came from, or so help me, <laughs> Trenalange. <laughs> there it is. You can follow me on Twitter at Camelange. That's C-A-M-A-L-A-N-G-E. I'm also on Instagram, but I'm mostly tweeting away. So that's my main point of contact. You can find me on Twitter and only on Twitter under Jared Simon Says. Wow. So, once again, thank you so much for listening. If you guys really enjoy it, please review it on podca- on your Apple podcast, your Pocket Cast, whatever iTunes, whatever you use. Just please review us. Leave a five-star review because we really do appreciate Share it. Share it with your friends. Share it with your horse. Share it with everyone because we're having so much fun doing these and we hope that you guys are having as much fun listening. Thank you all so much. And to wrap this up, I would like to propose a toast. Keep your glass as high as you can and your spirits even higher. Cheers. Cheers. Oh, hold on. We got an unknown number here. It's a mystery caller. Let's see how this goes. Hello, this is Cam, and I believe you're on Simon Radio right now. Hello, can I speak with Jared, please? Uh, hey, Jared. What's going on? Hey, hey Jared, how you doing? Um, my, my name is New Ferrigno. Um, I, I'm actually, um, my nephew goes to your school, and um, he brought your radio show to my attention. And I just want Is this really Lou Ferrigno? 
Uh, yeah, I, I, uh, I'm a very big fan. And, um, yeah, I don't know. Do you know, I've been on King of Queens. I do know um, who you are. I mean, I know you were in I Love You, Man, and I know you played the Incredible yeah. Hulk. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm not, you know, I, that's what I was best known for, quite honestly. But uh, I have a nice body of work. But I, I, I just wanted to say um, I'm very, uh, I, I do enjoy it, Joe. And, um, and you're doing a good job. My, my nephew goes to your school. And, um, you know, I was sitting in his room. And uh, I was listening to your show, and um, I, I caught it a few times. And uh, you're doing very well. I just, you know, I like to see up and coming people. And uh, you, you made me laugh a couple of times. Uh, you know what? I mean, I have, I got your number. I looked it up on the uh, internet on your radio show. That's how I catch it because already I'm in California. Okay. But, uh, I came in. I came in for the holidays. Um, so you're you very funny. Well, thank you very much. We really appreciate it. Yes, thank you. Do good stuff. I, I was listening. You guys aren't going to be on next week, huh? Yeah, we have uh, Thanksgiving it's, off. It's turkey times. Are you guys going to be on the following week? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. Well, oh, yeah. Every, um, we're pretty much, we make it a point to be here as much as we can. Yeah. We never miss a week. Good, good. No, I do. I, you know, I, I, I've been talking with some people, and uh, I, I'm going to reach out to you again because uh, you got to have a good way about yourself on the radio. So uh, I, I'll stay in touch with you. Well, thank you very much. Awesome, yes. Thank you for calling. I'm actually also, I'm going to ask my uh, nephew um, if he can somehow find you in the school, and, um, and I'll try and connect maybe the next time that I'm here. Again, I'm in California, so... Uh, I'm not normally around, but I, I catch a show on the on the, the internet. So, do you guys do any kind of appear? Like this is your uh, this is your first um, your first time on the radio. Have you had prior experience? Well, um, not really. I mean, I've done similar, but nothing, nothing like over the air. Well, in high school, I was uh, I was one of the main anchors on my uh, school's television show that was live every Wednesday and Friday. And I was uh, I was the weatherman. <laughs> See, I was only ever involved with a uh, film club and such. You probably had a very nice way about yourself because, uh, again, both of you guys on the radio, you carry yourselves very professionally, so uh, that's very good. We try. But, um, you guys keep it up. You guys definitely keep it up. I see you guys going places. Well, th <laughs> thank you very much. We really appreciate it. We look forward to hearing from you in the future. Yeah, thanks, man. All right. Good job, guys. Have a great night. <laughs> thanks. You thanks, too. you too. Bye. Wow, I'm really impressed. That was Lou Ferrigno. That's really interesting. That was. Can I hold on one second? I'm. I'm really. I'm. Let's pause this for one a second. Hold on. <laughs> uh, guys, Lou Ferrigno just called us on the phone. What do you mean? Who is that? That's Lou Ferrigno. This is fucking great. This is great. I'm so happy. Call me. I don't even know. I'll be right back, you guys. We just got praised by how good we are by Lou Ferrigno. We can't just get off the radio. <laughs> like that, 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 I'm, I can't even, I'm so, I really hope that was Lou Ferrigno. Yeah, I mean, I, I believe him, I guess. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, I'm just, I'm really happy. I mean, I guess. If that, if, that's just great. If it's not legit, then whatever. But it's still cool. If it yeah, is. if that's totally